Welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com and covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today, and in this episode, Greg Sizemore, Vice President of Safety, Health, Environment, and Workforce Development at the Associated Builders and Contractors, discusses the challenges the construction industry has faced attracting workers and the opportunities the industry has to rebuild both its workforce and their skill sets in the post-pandemic environment. Let's dig in with Greg now. Working in our industry, we really are the best kept secret in America, and we've got to start shouting it from the rooftop locally. It just won't happen on a national level. It's not something that America will take and just internalize until it becomes part of the fabric of their communities. And I think that's the groundswell. And if I can get one mom or dad or representative or, you know, anyone going into any community in any capacity to really carry that flame, I think that's when we'll begin to make a difference and we'll see these these opportunities for people to go, I can do that. You know, when a veteran comes out of the military, some of the first choices that these individuals make should be an opportunity for a career in the construction. Uh, when, when a young man or a young woman graduates high school and just looks for a, an opportunity because they don't necessarily bolt up with the academic environment. And I'm not cutting this down because let me tell you what, you talk about an electrician and you talk about sheet metal workers and you talk about these young men and young women that apply their trades, you, the mathematical skills that these people need are at, at, a, you know, at a university level. They have to know how to make these minute calculations to do this thing. So we just got to raise awareness. And I, I, again, I, I'll land where I, I took off. It's all about the local push. It's about Absolutely. those people with that narrative. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think getting that message out in your local community makes a huge amount of difference. In, and we can talk national all we want, and that's been tried. And we need to look at other avenues that are going to work. And I think starting, starting in your own backyard is a good way to, to begin. Um, I think one of the other challenges that we're facing, too, is getting the skill levels up to where they need to be. And especially if we are looking at trying to bring in some of the new workers that are out there right now, especially given the limitations due to COVID-19, getting them, them trained up is going to be a bit of a challenge. Do you see um, new opportunities coming in there? And I, I'm thinking specifically of technology that's available right now. What kind of opportunities are out there to get those skills in place when we need them? Well, this is the easiest thing in the world for me to talk about because this is what Associated Builders and Contractors does. This is this is our blood. This is our heartbeat. This is who we are. You know, we, we have a philosophy at Associated Builders and Contractors. And one of the first statements that you'll see in our philosophy is to help our members develop their people, okay, which is getting them skilled and upskilled in the society that we live in today. And see, this is what's really important is I had the privilege a few years ago to stand before the President of the United States of America and, and stick my hand out and say, Mr. President, we will commit to skilling and upskilling 500,000 Americans 
to, to, to get to a new job, explore a new career. And the reality is, is we've been very, very successful in that space because we have a network of 69 chapters that manages over 800 registered apprenticeship programs and a lot more of what we call industry-driven, market-driven apprenticeship programs that students go through and they're actually coming out the other side of these things with what I call a positive net value proposition. In other words, they're working during the day, going to school in the evenings. They have no college debt. They have nothing coming out of this thing other than education and the ability to pursue their career dreams. And so the reality of what we do in our industry, Associated Builders and Contractors, is every one of our chapters have a unique arrangement with the membership that they serve out there. And the reality is, is they serve them by developing their people for them. They give them all of the programs, whether it be a registered apprenticeship program, a market-driven apprenticeship program, whether it be some task-based, competency-based, on-the-job. All of these are training that people are taking place in, working in every day. And our success, you know, when we recently completed our study, we have an independent uh, group come in and do our study every year of what our impact was by our members. And we know that in 2019, our members invested $1.5 billion in workforce development and that we touched 1.1 million people. That's amazing. <laughs> when you think about the work that's being done, the truth is, is this is a vibrant ecosystem where people can get into it and they can get a degree that may be a, a license. It could be a certificate. It's portable. It's stackable. It's movable. It's these things. And, and what we're doing as far as this goes, it really is a great opportunity for us to us go. Here's what COVID-19 has done. And this is, the, you know, if you can find a, a bright bulb in the midst of all this, where we were traditionally sitting in classrooms of 30 or 40 students, we've now had to embrace technology and take all that education online. And you think about that from the standpoint, how quickly we had to take a right turn or a left turn where we had these big stick and break facilities that we could not use for whatever reason. And now we had to take that online. And our education partners allowed us to do a lot of different things, very unique ways that we could host virtual classrooms, you know, and we can actually do performance evaluations, looking at people through a computer monitor. So just by that one effect, technology has had a significant impact on the way we're distributing learning and how our learners are wanting to learn. And frankly, the younger generation coming into the industry actually enjoys this better than going to a classroom after hours. And so we're seeing an uptick in people that are interested in their careers now going, hey, I can take this class online on my iPhone, on my iPad, on my desktop, whatever. I, I can do that. And so they can actually pursue their degree just like going to some online university right here virtually. Same way with other technologies that are moving into the workplace, wearables technologies, these things that are drone technologies, all these technologies. This is not to replace the construction worker. What we're trying to do is upskill. Because as long as you've got a robot that's tied to a computer program, you're going to have to have somebody run the computer, right? Now, you may not be a bricklayer, but you're now programming a bricklaying machine. And you're upskilling people to do the work. And so people have this fear that technology is going to replace everybody one day. No, they're not. What technology is going to do is to cause you to have to learn a little bit more, 
It's going to look a little bit different, but it's going to make us more effective, more productive, a safer and healthier construction environment. And I think also upskilling those employees makes them that much more valuable in the construction marketplace. So there are benefits to the employee on many levels. You're absolutely right. I think I think when you begin to think about uh, if we're having a nutrition problem with an aged population, if I can recalibrate the type of work that Mr. and Mrs. does, that John Foreman or Jane Foreman does, now I've turned them into a subject matter expert that they can teach a generation the practicality of the trade, but they can also learn from a generation about the new technology that helps them do their job better. I call it reverse mentoring. Sure. 22-year-old with somebody who's a little bit, say, 40 or 50 years old, that 22-year-old is much more comfortable working in this environment with technology than maybe I would be. And so I can learn from them and they can learn from me. And that's a beautiful act when it all comes together out there. Absolutely. I agree. So, Greg, there's a, we've talked a lot about the opportunities in developing the next, the next level of workforce. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with us on this topic? Well, you know, I, I, I would like to say this. I'd leave everybody with this. This is what I would say. I'd say, number one, let's use the phrase that you and I mutually landed upon about it starts in your own backyard. When you, when you realize that construction is a significant contributor to the economic engine of America today, and anything that you really enjoy in life, you couldn't do it unless somebody from construction did something first. We were talking about being on the lake. You want a boat? You want a dock? Want a house? You got to have construction. It's part of who we are. It's our fabric. So let's treat it with the respect that it's due. Let's, let's treat it as a necessity in our own backyards, and let's respect it. The challenge to leadership that owns these companies that is looking to make a difference is you need to make sure that you have the safest and healthiest environment for people to work in. We want the people to go home in the same or better condition than when they showed up. And then when you look at that person, and you begin to see that ecosystem start to go out there in front of them, that you can be anything that you want to be inside the construction industry. I started off digging ditches in 1978. And if you'd have told me then, 35, 40 years from now, you know what you'll be doing? You'll be walking the streets of Washington, D.C., talking about an industry that you love more than anything else in the world. And I would have told them they were boneheaded crazy because there's no way I can see that on that shovel. But I had enough smart people and some great leaders invest in me and encourage me and motivate me and give me an opportunity. And that's what we have to do. So the call is to leadership of the small construction company and the large construction companies. Make sure every employee that walks through that brass alley or that gate or clocks in in the morning understands these huge opportunities in front of them in our industry. And you don't necessarily have to have a college degree to make this happen. But a college degree something that you can be just as successful in our industry as somebody who doesn't have a college degree. And so what I want to challenge people to do is look at it through the eyes of the economic engine that it is. Look at it through the eyes as an as equal to university or higher ed. And then look at it as an opportunity to say you can be anything you want to be. Where do you think Mr. and Mrs. Small Business came from? They came from being on their tools one day and saying, I could do this. And now they own their own business and they're, you know, they're employing people. That's the engine of America today. And I get excited about construction. You know, I get excited about what we do in our industry and I love to see it. And I want to see more of it. 
And I just love to make sure that people understand who we are in the industry and that we're not an alternative. We're not as equal to anything out there. And I think that is a great way to close this. Greg, thank you so much for your time. Um, always a pleasure to talk with you and great insights to share. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Well, that's it for this edition of Digging Deeper. Thank you to Greg Sizemore, Associated Builders and Contractors, for taking the time to talk with us today. Tune in every week for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.